Hallelujah. He is risen. Welcome to the most wonderful celebration because today we celebrate together the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. God's plan of redemption altered the world forever. Everybody wants power. Kids want power. Adults want power. Some seek it through lots of money. Some people seek power through political office. Some are where they are simply because they have a lust for power. There are power struggles in our businesses, our schools and homes. Why? Because we all want to be in control and we all want power. We've got power aid, power bars, power rangers. Of course, power is not a bad thing. Power is not evil. It's like food or money or possessions. They're not bad things, but if they become our obsession, they become idols. If we want too much of these things, they become perverted from what they were designed for. So power is not a bad thing as it comes from the right source and if it's used correctly. In fact, what the world longs for, ultimate and all-consuming power, guess what? Christians already have it. It's interesting, is it not, that most of the things the world longs for never end in life, overwhelming joy, unconditional love, satisfaction, power, all of these things are already found and are only found in the Christian life. So today, we're just looking at the power that we have as Christians. We're looking at Ephesians 1, verses 19 and 20. See, I know that Harry, Power, Harry Potter does not have this power with all of his magical skills. This power is available to all those who believe in Jesus for eternal life. See, Paul experienced a radical life change through an encounter with Jesus. He knew that his life depended on Jesus and the power of the resurrection. Listen to what he said, Philippians 3. He talks about the power of Jesus and the resurrection. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and he wants us to know it as well, you and I. So if you believed in Jesus for eternal life, the power that Paul is about to describe is yours and mine. So if you want power, listen to what kind of power that you already have if you know Christ as Lord and Saviour. Ephesians 1 verse 19 says that power is like the working of his mighty strength. You might be asking yourself this morning, what is resurrection power? I'll tell you what it is. It's the power to cancel out your past, your present and your future sins. So many people walk through life carrying around the weight and burden of their past failures, their past mistakes and their past sins. Listen to what God says. That's unnecessary. You don't have to walk around with a heavy load of guilt, old hurts and painful memories. Colossians 2 verses 13 to 14 says this. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ. 
for he forgave all of your sins. He cancelled the record of charges against you and me. And he took it away, how? By nailing it to the cross. So this morning, I need to tell you, his resurrection power has given you and I a new identity. Tim Keller said this, the only person in the universe whose opinion counts looks at me and he finds me more valuable than all the jewels in creation. Isn't that good to hear this morning? But the question is, why does Paul pray specifically for them to see God's power? You see, Paul mentions three things that he hopes they come to see. He focuses on seeing the power of God. That power that's working in us is the same power that God worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and exalted him above every power in the heavens. J.B. Phillips said this, that power is the same divine power which was demonstrated in Christ. This is how Paul thinks about the power of God in your life and mine. The power that brought Jesus back to life and exalted him is working in you and through you. We call that resurrection power. Paul tells us that we are at war with the spiritual forces of the world. These are the powers that pile temptations and struggles on you until you're at breaking point. Paul says that Christ was raised above everything, even those forces that cause you so much trouble and grief and strife. Christ was raised above all of that and you are in Christ. He is Lord over all of them. They did not defeat him and because the same power is at work in you, those forces cannot overcome you. Paul says in Romans 8 verses 31 to 39, God's power does not remove us from persecution, danger, difficulty, sickness and death. What makes us more than conquerors in and through all such things. I'm struck by how Paul's view of God differs so much from ours, from the world's. I would pray this way, God, do something powerful among us, amongst your people. But Paul doesn't ask God to use his power because Paul is so aware that God is already doing something powerful in and around us that he simply prays that the Ephesians see it. Some of us struggle to see God is active in our lives. It's as if God is on one side of a large wall and we're on the other. We shout over the wall to tell him we're hungry and sometimes he'll throw a loaf of bread over. But he isn't really that active. But Paul doesn't think like that because he knows that God is alive and active. So my prayer for the church this morning would be, God, help us to be more active in the world than we could ever be. I wonder how you feel this morning. I think Paul would say to many of us that our biggest problem is that we are blind to God's power. We don't see the same power that can assist you, whether it's an addiction or a hatred for someone else, greed, whatever it is, the power of God that works in you is stronger than all of those. So the message this morning is loud and clear. No more excuses, no more despairing. We have the power of God working in you and I because of his resurrection. So let me give you two reasons. 
First, we need to see God's power in order to live the Christian life. Paul doesn't start with what you need to do. He starts with what God is doing. So the question I need to ask you and ask myself the same question, what is God doing in your life right now? See, we need God's resurrection power working in our lives, in your life and mine. So if you're a non-Christian, please understand this. Christianity is not a set of rules for life improvement. Christianity is centered not on a set of rules for ourselves, but on a God who is at work in our lives and in this world. The second reason that Paul wants us to see God's power is that seeing God's power around us, it motivates us to do kingdom's work. Martin Luther King said this, Pray is every, as if everything depends on God. Pray as if everything depends on God. See, in my job, I work with kids. When I ask them to do something, their response is sometimes, I can't. I can't do it. They don't have the confidence or the power, even the motivation to do what I've asked them to do. But it's amazing how all of that changes the moment you help them. The moment you're doing it and they're sharing in your work. Seeing the power of God can be an enormous motivation to work. See, when we see God at work in our community, this motivates us to work with the oppressed, to work with the poor, to work with the strugglers, the doubters, old people, young people, moms, dads, brothers, sisters, and all those people who haven't heard the gospel. That's what drives us to do God's work. So God's invited all of us to be, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 9, we are co-workers in God's fields. So we need to have our eyes opened to see God's power around us. So some of you are here this morning and you're at breaking point in your life. You need today to begin to see the mighty power of God at work in your life. But to get a glimpse of the God who was struggling mightily on your side there with you in the depths of your struggles in your marriage, in times of temptation, in times of grief. He's there working powerfully in your life, whether you realise it or not. Let's get real this morning. We all need to see that. So let's pray for each other. That we'll see the power of God in this church, in your life. Husbands, pray that your wives see the power of God. Wives, pray the same thing for your husbands. Parents, let me encourage you to pray for your children that they grow in the knowledge of God. Pray that they come to see the awesome power of God around them. There are a few things more important, more urgent for you to pray about than this. Pray for our church, that our eyes can be opened to the mighty power of God working amongst us in our midst, with individuals, with groups. Because together there's nothing that we can't overcome. No arguing, no temptations, no attack from the evil one. How can we feel if we realise the power of God in our community? How can we not feel if we don't see God's power in us? You know, I've read a story about some early African converts to Christianity who were devout in their personal prayers. Each person had a separate spot in the thicket where he or she would pray. 
Over time, the path to these places became well-worn. It was soon apparent to the others they would kindly remind the negligent one, brother, sister, the grass grows on your path. Let's not let the grass grow on your path. Let us constantly be in prayer to our God. Jesus' resurrection made it possible to change your life through the power of the resurrection. Jesus gives you the ability to see your life changed, your identity clarified, your past failures wiped out, and a new hope for your future. The question is, have you done anything about it? So I need to tell you, do something about it today. Because this power we have in Christ is for godly living. It's the power to love when we would rather hate, to forgive when we would rather fight, and to serve when we would rather punish. See, the power of God is in us. It gives us the ability to live and love like Jesus Christ in this world. And you can know his power is running through you if your life is looking more and more like Jesus every day. So I want to leave you with this. Get plugged in to the power and let God's love throw you to a waiting and watchful world. Bless you this morning.